Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. I am a believer. We are the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Ghost. I'm a new creation. I have an alert mind, a receptive spirit, an attentive heart, and active faith. My life is full of energy. I know that the Lord has something for me today, and I will not leave here without it. What I receive now, at this moment, as I participate with the living word of God, I believe will change my life forever. I'm changed. My situations are changed. My views, my potential my ability is changed I will never be the same again now go ahead and let out that shout You may be seated, and, and I'm going to read to you, first of all, take that little um, scripture that we, we began in, and, and follow from there. And it's, um, you can take the address in Isaiah 30, and uh, uh, in verse um, 21, and, and thine ears shall hear... A word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. Now we understand here that, um, that um, this voice of the Lord by the Spirit is not behind us, but accompanying us. Just as the scriptures say, these signs will accompany, is a better word uh, in the original, than follow them that believe. Because the signs that accompany the believer, um, they will speak with new tongues, they will cast out devils if they drink any deadly thing it will not hurt them and um, etc they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover these 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 signs are testimonies shout that word testimonies. shout it again so these outward evidences talk to testify that you are a believer in someone that is reliable whenever you call upon him 
And these signs are evidence that he by the spirit dwells in you and dwells in me. So if we, if we want to look at what's going to happen to us in these upcoming sessions as we teach on this is the way. We can see that the Lord seeded the disciples with his doctrine or his teaching. And um, hit someone and say not only the twelve. And not only the 72. And not only the 500. But in a certain measure the thousands. Isn't that true? Multitudes followed the Lord. And we're, we're the, the same kind of human beings. And so if we were part of that multitude. We may have attended several meetings. So we may have been at the Sermon on the Mountain or we may have been with him those three days of, of um, you know, first century discipleship when he finally, you know, had to look to his own um, uh, immediate disciples and say, these people, uh, who, you know, they said to him, they're hungry, you know, and he has compassion on the people. So we might have been that. How many understand? So thousands of, and we may, we may have been at that meeting when he said something that probably offended a lot of us. And then we vacated. And then there were 12. You get the point. So people, some were seated with a little bit of the word. But enough of the word to know, to believe eventually when the news got out that the grave didn't hold them. I'm very sure that human beings being beings when the Lord was illegally taken from Gethsemane betrayed by one of his own disciples. Can you believe that? For 30 pieces of silver. And, 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 and so I'm, I'm going to just pass that real quick. Because that's what happened. Don't look at me like yeah, there's something in it. That's what happened. Illegally. There's nothing that any religious... Um, dignitary of any denomination there was nothing any um, neighbor friend or enemy within um, Galilee Samaria Judea or anywhere within the regions he traveled to Tyre and Sidon no one could accuse him of one sin he never sinned he never did anything wrong. He was actually condemned to crucifixion because he said who he is. He got lied about, false witnesses, but their stories didn't add up. And finally he was asked, are you the Christ the son of the living God 
And he said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of glory. When you say who you are, when you know who you are, not everybody's going to like it. Now, there's only one only begotten Son of God, and we know He became um, man for us, but here He identifies Himself for who He is. I am the Son of the living God, I am divinity. And you will see the son of man. I'm also, I'm also perfect human. Glory be to God. You'll see me coming. You'll see him coming in the clouds of glory. And then they said, it's blasphemy. Just like today, people think it's blasphemy to believe that God lives in you. You're actually more comfortable preaching about how nasty a human being is than to preach about how blessed we are for God to make us his house and be able to work on us and fix us, edify us and deliver us, liberate us. So the news... Small country, right? You think it was a small thing for, for, the, for the representative, Pontius Pilate, to go ahead and, you know, wash his hands and put king of the Jews and then send his soldiers out to perform um, a, a Roman form of crucifixion on the Lord of glory? It's not a small thing. It wasn't a small thing when the earthquake happened. It wasn't a small thing when the eclipse happened. It wasn't a small thing when the veil was rent in two. Certainly, if there was a Jerusalem Times, Jesus would have been on the front page. Now I'm talking, I'm talking to you if we were some of the thousands that just attended some of his meetings and we said we've been there. When that day came... And he was brought down off that cross and put in that, in that tomb. We would all say, you know, you know, I only, you know, kind of followed from afar. And, uh, but it wasn't a small thing for the centurion to say that truly this was the son of God. This made national news. That's what I'm talking about. And so on, on early Sunday morning when we went looking for the Lord he wasn't in the grave because you can't kill the one that came and brought the life in order to give you the life and show you the way this is the way glory be to God and this is the way he the Lord did it and the way he declared it that he would lay down his life and he would take it up again and he rose again and so when we jump forward if we bypass the 40 days 120 of us well educated but the 12 the 11 but the 12 because of Matthias right and the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and and 120 and the Lord had ascended to heaven according to Kepha or Peter. And being at the right hand of God exalted. 
How many believe your Savior is the right hand of God exalted? And having received of the Father the gift of the Holy Spirit has shed on us. He said, I will come to you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will send you the paraclete. I will send you another comforter. He will not speak of himself. He will receive of mine and show it to you. Is there somebody here ready to invade this world with the power of a risen Savior? No, there are, there are no times too dark for the church to be the light of the world. There are no times too difficult for the redeemed to be more than conquerors. Should I stop? No. Should I follow God? Yes. All right, you may be seated. So, so suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the house and we were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Began to make known the wonderful works of God. According to the word. How do we all hear them in our own tongue? Are they not all Galileans? How do we hear them in our own languages? Speak of the wonderful works of God. The city was packed. The region was packed with people who had come to celebrate that feast. And on that 50th day, Pentecost was going to change from being something that you celebrate once a year to being someone who has made you his house. I'm going to stop till somebody gets a hold of that shot. Get a hold of that shout. Isn't that true? And so the, the, the filled the house where we were sitting appeared to us tongues that clove or split up and it sat or was impillared upon each of us and we were all filled with the Holy Ghost or with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave us inspiration and when was the, when the question was asked what means this it was explained according to the prophecies of Joel This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. I want you to know nothing spoken that is inspired by God dies, but it keeps on talking, keeps on living, keeps on moving, keeps on empowering humanity. This is the way. Amen. But remember the thousands that walked away on the Lord. Do you think that after the word got out, 
that he rose from the dead after he appeared to all of the apostles to a whole multitude before he ascended to heaven that word of mouth did not carry to every disciple even those of us that were with him or walking with him were listening to him when he said eat my flesh and drink my blood and we said I'm out of here are you listening to and then we got the, 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 the headline news. He's been crucified. He's been judged a criminal. He's buried. He's dead. And we just like think, okay, well, another one gone. But then Sunday morning came. And humanity came out of the grave of doom into a life of opportunity. Glory be to God. For we were raised together with him. And so, do so you remember? So that means some of us that had lesser seed. We had six months IMI seed. We had, we, had, we had three days of FCD seed, whatever, you know. I'm just trying to give you an example. We came back to the Lord, many of us. And then we were added on that day... Uh, several thousand of people from all over the world um, that had come to visit were added and shortly after that 5,000 more were added to that and the Lord kept adding daily such as should be saved is that the scriptures so but that meant that there were some of us that were on that in that upper room that had been with the Lord from the beginning all the way through three and a half years of personal training and talking and living and walking and hearing the parables and the interpretation of them and all of that. And when the, the, the Holy Spirit filled us, all of the seed that was in us was immediately released to produce a harvest of Christ likeness according to the grace we were willing to yield to or the divine enablement we were willing to believe we, we were on a accelerated journey of trusting less in our feelings and more in our Savior mm. and trusting less in the world system and more in the word way because this is the way that you walk differently. You don't walk like a mere mortal. You walk victoriously. You walk on the mountaintop. You walk on the water. You run and not be weary. You mount up with wings as eagles. You renew your youth. My God, you renew your strength. So we learn how to make a, an adjustment, but in an accelerated way, we become, as, as we did, we become the ones entrusted with filling in the gaps of, in, in people's doctrine so they can operate and they can live according to the way the Lord has... Um, has uh, taught us and is teaching us. And so on that day of the 50th day, 
When the Lord, through the Spirit, filled us to overflow, we ceased to be discounted by our surroundings, the opinions of people, as just people with a persuasion. And we began to be evaluated, assessed, and recognized as people of power. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. And that's where the apostle Peter and John were going to, to, to the temple, the hour of prayer. And the man who had never walked in his life was told, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Because some of us here, I don't know if you want to go where the Lord wants you to go. going to rush like a spearhead in this end time to do the kingdom business oh I need to hear a shout that will terrorize the of the kingdom of darkness has been defeated by the power of Christ through the, vi- through the victory of his death at Calvary and through death he destroyed him that had the power of death that is the devil and delivered us who through fear of death were all their lifetime were all, all our lifetime subject to bondage that is a foregone conclusion but right now right now right now Myriads of dark spirits that infiltrated this world and turned people abnormal and turned people into immoral and turned humanity into violent and turned the majority of this world into confused. And believers all over the world, some of them are wondering. What's next? They do, what's next? What is God going to do? When is the Lord going to come back for me? Because this is not looking like it's water skiing day. The, the waters are choppy. I don't know if anybody's been water skiing. You'd rather water ski when the waters are like glass. But if they're choppy, you're like, I'm going to bypass that today. Amen. Even Peter was water walking and decided it was too choppy. (laughs) Till he realized the alternative was not an option. I'm going to stop till somebody shouts. And, and he tells us through the Apostle Paul, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus. And then he tells us 
Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach. Not a chip of Christ, not a splinter of Christ, but Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach. And then he goes beyond that and he says to the intent that now, when the word of God says now, it means now or he means now. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Get ready to experience a regeneration, a renewal, an elevation, a participation, a transformation, a metamorphosis, a change. Because this is the way. Let, let, me, let, let me give you a couple. Of, one thing. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye. Transfigured. Is the word. Transfigured. By the renewing of your thinking. Why? Because the one in you. Wants to shine out of your thinking. Don't let your thinking. Turn him off. Let your thinking turn him on. And when he, in your life, he defeats every devil. He slays every giant. He manifests every miracle. He performs every, everything that seems impossible. There is a generation that is not going to just get rescued out of the planet. There is a generation. I believe I'm talking to this generation now. That is going to walk on scorpions and snakes. Defeat the adversary and magnify the king of glory. Unashamed. Unafraid. Uninhibited. Unrestricted. Unrestrained. So, so he says, Peter says, such as I have, I give you. And you know what happened. He lifted him up. And that man went walking and leaping and praising God. Every day is a day of walking and leaping and praising God. When you feel like it and when you don't. Every day is a walking and leaping and praising God. Now I said that to say this. So they got a hold of us and said, come over here. We're going to censor you. Do you remember? Kephas and John, you can't do business around here. Don't you preach in that name? They threatened us. Don't preach in that name. We don't want you having lame people start walking straight and running into the temple telling everybody that you're a representative of the one that we said is dead but he's alive we said he's in the past but he's in the present we said he doesn't do but he does we I 
to go home. We're going to cancel you. We're going to censor you. We're going to intimidate you. We're going to stop you. You can't witness. You can't talk about the Lord Jesus the Christ. You cannot talk about your rabbi or your teacher. And these ordinary people, we who were hiding for fear, said to leaders and dignitaries of the nation in the arena of of representation of God. We said to them, whether it be right for us to obey man or to obey God, you decide. This is when you know if you've been sent. Somebody said, how do you know someone is apostolically sent to my life if they will tell it like it is and challenge you to rise up and not lower the bar of victory in your life then chances are they were sent by the Lord to declare his word into your life so you can run like you've never run believe like you've never believed and receive like you've never received And, uh, and so they took note of them that they had been with Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and, and the, power, the power was so atmospherically real on this earth and still is now that people who heard and allowed those words to come in and become faith because the words that he speaks the word that he is is spirit and life isn't that what Jesus said the words I speak to you they were what spirit and life why because he's the word when the word speaks the word the word speaks And, and those of us that allow the word to come into, to come into our, our heart and our life. We got up from villages and surrounding nations and surrounding territories and picked up our families and brought them over and set them in the streets. Because we knew that there were still pillars on the planet carrying the presence of the Lord. And there will never be a time when there will be no representatives of the God of glory with evidence. This is the best day and the best hour to manifest and demonstrate the lordship of the king and the godship of our savior. This is the day of our opportunity to allow God to be great in our lives. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Isn't that wonderful? Hi. He said, doctor, is what he said. Sit down. Am I shouting too much? No. Does anybody relate to what I'm talking about? Yes. So if, if, I'm, if I'm just shooting it right in the bullseye, don't be mad at me. Just think a little bit. What advantage is it to me to tell it like it is in the middle of a world that wants me to tell it like they want to hear it? Huh? Because no one in this world has bought this man or can't buy this man. But the God of heaven paid the precious blood of the lamb in order to redeem this body of belief. This kind of people are supernaturally, miraculously, and exponentially blessed by God. And we will be used by the Lord in greater ways than we've ever seen him use humanity. We will see the greatest hour of the church world, the body of Christ, the tabernacle of the spirit. Hallelujah. It's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Glory to God forever. So what advantage it is, is that when you release the truth, never out of frustration, but out of courage and boldness, not, not, not even out of planning. You say, well, doctor, you study a lot. Yeah, I study so much that I have to cut the meetings short. Are you listening? But I didn't bring my notes today. I brought him in order to deliver to you because I tell you that you are living in a month that God is going to do some powerful, powerful things in. And as we approach the gathering of the champions in November and have eight days of supernatural spiritual warfare training the entire world is benefiting from this Africans sons and daughters European children and churches and pastors American states and cities are being blessed and um, Asian and Far East and Australian and South American and, and Canadian all over the world you're grabbing the word of God coming through this um, altar to your life or through the teaching sessions into your life and that word is sustaining you and I'm glad because when the devil threatens that your life is over and God reaches and says I've just begun in your life there is an opportunity for you to demonstrate my lordship over every opposition that may rise up glory be to God this is the way this is the way this is the way My, my, my. Excuse me, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up a little bit. In a good way. 
in a good way. I'm fired up in a good way. Somebody said, well, I, I, don't, I don't feel like you feel. Well, do you have the same Lord living in you? Then if you do, then stir up the gift that you can. You can. You can. You can. You can. The um, yeah, you may be seated. The um, the apostle Jude tells us, and I'm going to bring it out because the Holy Spirit directed me uh, early this morning about this particular um, um, truth to remind you, and um, he said. Uh, that he made sure he wanted to uh, tell us in, in Jude verse 3 that uh, not only is he writing regarding, regarding the salvation we have in common or we have, we have together to share this wonderful great salvation but it is necessary for him to write needful for me to write to you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Notice the words, the faith. And the original languages, whether it's Syriac Aramaic or whether it's Greek, um, whatever it is, it says that the faith delivered to the saints' safekeeping. So the faith of God was given to us how? Well, I'm glad you asked. And so we would be on the same page, huh? I'll read out of the fourth chapter of Second Corinthians and, and, and verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore, or that is why we speak. Isn't that right? We having what? The same spirit, not a different spirit, and not spirits. The same spirit of faith. So Jude says the faith that was delivered to the saints. Okay. And then we see the spirit of God, the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind is the antithesis, the exact opposite to the spirit of fear or confusion. So we touched on that in the previous sessions. Isn't that wonderful? Now we're getting, we're getting right into a place where it looks like I planned it. Isn't that correct? Isn't that correct? So he says, he said to Timothy, his son in the faith, who's the bishop of the church of Ephesus at a time when severe persecution, it was like you paid for your Christianity with your life if you weren't intelligent enough and smart enough to make sure 
you're only where God wants you to be. Does that make sense? And, and be able to make the meeting. Amen. So there was a time and, 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 and for the last 2,000 years all over the world there are circumstances, situations and times when it's illegal for you to do what God has called you to do. And that is have church. See, it wasn't like, okay, well, I need three weeks to find out how I could fix my schedule in order to attend first day of the week gathering, and I need to know where we're meeting. No. Everybody talks about the horrible things the enemy has done, and nobody talks about the multiplied millions that are underground in the catacombs of Rome from the first century gathering in caves underground because Nero and the Roman uh, Caesars and the empire outlawed anything that had to do with the lordship of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Even today, multiplied millions are underground and this world won't pay reparations. I don't know if, 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 if somebody's convinced you your way out is out. And that's why you don't get excited. Are you, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. So diligence is not something that is optional if I'm called to be someone who's faithful. If I'm called to be faithful to my Lord, then diligence is not an option. I can't be lazy with reference to my commitment. Are you listening to me? And so, so we had to meet in secret places sometimes. We had to change our location sometimes. We had to move around sometimes. Even Christ Jesus in his latter year of ministry stopped going to, to Judea and ministered predominantly in Galilee. Are you listening? But as far as courage and authority, here's Timothy and now the church in, in Ephesus is powerful. It has the privilege of ha- having visits of the apostle John, the beloved. And how many know in Revelation, Jesus speaks through John to the church, which is at Ephesus. So John played a role in those seven churches of Asia Minor. Otherwise, why would he write it in a book and send it to the leaders of the church? To the angel of the church of Ephesus. Should I stop? So, so your guest speakers are John the Beloved and, 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 his, and his team, your, 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 your keynote um, uh, speakers are, are John Mark and the Apostle Paul and, and others. But that's some powerful, powerful uh, training. And so Timothy has the faith and and this faith that was given to him was was acknowledged by Paul as it was in your grandmother and your mother and I'm persuaded in you also but then he went on and said to him and the prophecies that went before on you when I laid my hand I'm paraphrasing when I laid my hands on you and when the presbytery 
also laid their hands on you in your ordination. Remember those prophecies and with them wage a good warfare. Go over that session and replay it again. Go over that teaching and replay it again. Go to that book and read it again. Go to battles of the Elohim and find out, are we living at the time when God foreshadowed and foretold? And what does God do at a time like that? Is there not a cause? David stepped forward and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who defies the armies of the Lord? Is there anybody here getting ready to release the smooth stone of your end time word into the forehead of your adversary? No, 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 no. It's time to gird up the loins of our minds. And it's time to stand upright according to the definition of heaven regarding who we are. And in the very sacred scriptures of the new covenant, he defines us. And he tells us, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. For the God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, notice the light, has shined in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God that shines in the face of Jesus. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. No, no, there is no philosopher, there is no teacher, there is no guru, there is no opinion, there is no human being that will take me out of the place of believing in the power, the excellency of the power, and start majoring on the weakness of the humanity. I am in Christ, Christ is in me, you are in Christ, Christ is in you. hit it a little harder so preacher stop saying we're only human take it a little further if you're going to read your bible believe the sacred word of God get up you haven't even lived to be no one here is even middle age yet I don't know I don't know if you if, if the power of God's hitting your body or not yet but the Lord the Lord said not 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 the doctor said the Lord said we have this treasure in earth and vessels Now we've had the privilege, I have had the privilege to know many, many generals and leaders 
in the spirit-filled world, and most importantly, leaders and generals of the faith in the spirit-filled world, fully believing the, the ability and the availability of God. From the 70s all the way to now. And I'm not going to name names, but some of you have had the privilege of um, having us invite some of our friends and you've heard them and been with them. But I, um, I've done something over the decades. I've watched with the eyes of my spirit man because I know exactly the year I preached as an evangelist or if you could say that as a preacher with an anointing from 1976 on. But in 81, when I received the, the, the grace to stand in the office of the prophet, there was an insight in the New Testament prophet. There's an insight of the gifts of revelation that the Lord has given me. And for my own personal ability to help others. My mission in this world, Dr. Robin's mission in this world, this family's ministry in this world, is not just the apostolic family with the last name. You are the family of God. And if you are part of this ministry, don't you let any substandard level of walk split you from what God has connected you to. Because he wants to take you to a level where you can handle more of the inrush of his power and the outflow administration of his gifting than ever before. We are the witnesses and that's just a fact. Amen. And although we can travel as fast as we can now and technology just, you know, acts like it's flying, you know, in the church, we can't have the pulpits filled with artificial intelligence. And that's not a knock on technology, that's a knock on artificial Because I have a bird that can talk. I have an African gray. It's, it's, actually, it's actually Reverend John's bird, but we have to take care of it. Because he got another bird now. How did we get there? No, he... He has a wonderful, wonderful, um, he's always there anyway. Help. We, we help each other, don't we? But, but the bird can copy every, every, everybody's voice. The bird, the bird throws her voice. You hear it on the other side of the house. You think, you know, Dr. Robin's calling or Pastor Christie's calling. But I've never felt the power
Not, 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 not through the African gray, not through babe. Never felt the power. Are you listening to me? So when I say artificial intelligence, I'm talking about people among the Christian world who have over the years, we've lost the reality of a relationship with the invisible, immortal, and only wise God. And we've developed a desire for the reading and the elevation of the intellect. So when it goes to solving problems, we go to um, earthly methods of solving problems rather than going into the root of what is spiritually, demonically initiated and uprooting it by the power of the one that lives on the inside of us. Let me show you the way. Let me show you the way. Why could not we cast him out? Shout. So, so we were there and he was, Christ was up on the mountain uh, with, with, with Kephas and, and John and James and he was praying and he was transfigured and changed and his face began to shine as the sun and his clothes be- began to radiate and illuminate from the inside out and became whiter than anything on earth can whiten your clothes. And the entire holy mountain was filled with the glory, his presence of God. And Moses and Elijah appeared with him in glory. And the cloud of God came over as they were discussing with him for a a long period of time regarding his exodus from Jerusalem. And so uh, the cloud of glory came and we were slain in the spirit. and, And we heard the voice from heaven identify the Lord. And when, 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 when the thing lifted, we were coming down. And Jesus said to the disciples, the three, don't tell the vision to any man till the Son of Man is risen from the dead. When he got down off that mountain, there were nine out of the twelve that we were accustomed to having the devils obey us. Correct me anytime I make a mistake. But if I'm telling you the truth. You want this is the way? You want this is the way? Today I am here to defend God. From artificial intelligence. Accusing him of not being who he is. Because we... You know what I mean by artificial. So we get addicted to just, you know, reading the word and it's sacred scripture. It's living. It's alive. It links together. And then it brings the living one on the inside of us to go to work. Well, nine out of the 12, we were accustomed to having devils obey us. And we were casting out devils in his name and we were baptizing more um, disciples people than John the Baptist's disciples and we were anointing people with oil and healing them it's all over the gospels we know it if you know it shout yes Yes. would you work with me until we cross over to 2023 100% and believe 
that you won't recognize yourself within several months. Come on, will you you do it if you see it from the Lord in your heart? Will you go after that which is eternal and permanent and not allow that which is temporary and temporal to limit you? Well, if you're that person, let the world hear the greatest shout of praise come out of Pensacola, Florida. He comes down and 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 the man comes and says, uh, you know, Rabbi, uh, my son, he's afflicted with the devil, he's tormented with the devil, he's possessed with the devil, and I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. Isn't that what happened? Yes. And Jesus said, what he said. I'm not going. You got I am I. Go over it. So he, he gets over there and, the, and, and, and this devil uh, is accustomed to throwing this kid in the water and throwing him in the fire. He wants to destroy him. It's an evil spirit. My God, there's so much power in this place. And Jesus says, how long has he been like that? And he cast the spirit out with his word. So when we got it, we went to lunch afterwards. Or whatever we did. And we're talking with the Lord. And the nine said, why could not we cast him out? And he said, because of your unbelief, how be it this kind cometh not out but by fasting and prayer. What? You mean works? We don't believe in works. We're, we're just grace people. Yeah, you can go grace your way somewhere. No, I'm talking about the works of faith. So you want to know the way, but you say, well, if that's the way, why aren't we seeing the way manifested all the time and your artificial intelligence handed to you by stooges that did not know more of the Lord than you know of the Lord. And you took a note on it and you said, yes, yes, that's me. I'm emotional. I'm a human being. I'm weak. I wish I was strong, but I don't feel strong. Or whatever the case might be. Maybe you rose up and won a great victory. And expected like every one of us does. To be appreciated and received for having done society and the world a favor. But then instead of getting the right hand of fellowship, you got the left foot of accusation. So you're like, 
Maybe you're disappointed in that and you needed to hear a sermon. So you look for somebody that understands how you feel instead of somebody that can change how you feel. in this house. I got victors in this place. I got miracle workers in this place. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because of your unbelief, how be it? This kind cometh not up but by fasting and prayer. Oh, so there is a level in the faith that we're keeping that we rise up into through taking heed to the doctrine, to reading, to praying, to fasting. And we rise up into a level where there is nothing in this world that says no when we say go. Hallelujah. And somebody says, Dr. Harfush, you're really intense today. Yes, but you haven't seen anything yet. I know what time it is. I know what age it is. We're going to intensify the fire of Almighty God on this planet. see the dross burn we're gonna see the fake burn out we're gonna see the real rise up we're gonna see the courage of God manifested in the lives of men and women for God has not given us the spirit of confusion or fear but of power and love and of a sound mind hallelujah 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 that's what we're gonna see that's what we're gonna see that's what we're going to, we're going to see that. That's what we're going to see. Do you have a moment? Well, I'm telling you right now, um, and uh, team, I'm not, I'm not finished, but I'm going to wrap up, and, and uh, right after this, this um, thought, and uh, we, will, we will continue, this is the way forward. So just before I before I get to this to two two important things that came to my came up in my spirit by, by God 
And, 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 and um, by, by, the, by the Holy Spirit, two, two things. Put your hands on your spirit, pray in tongues. One, one, the, the, the first generation which we are connected to in Jerusalem and, and so on, connected to with an unbroken connection. The apostles say, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. How many believe we learn that through relationship with the Lord? Yes. And so, so the same group, the same people that were filled with the Holy Spirit and had received the experience of his, uh, received him, his indwelling and have been born of God and became new creatures continued steadfastly in certain things. And of course, in this case, I'm talking about in prayer and the ministry of the word. Of course, apostles' doctrine was one of them, which is what we teach and preach and believe. Isn't that right? And um, we, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. second thing was what the apostle Paul told the Corinthian church, uh, I mean the Ephesian church, and, um, well, what he told the church period, but he did say this, he said, pray. He talks about the armor of God. How many want me to bypass that? We, we, we have a warfare conference, a spiritual warfare conference. Come on, talk to me. I, I need to wrap this up. I've I got a scripture to read. You know what happens when I read a verse? But the Apostle Paul says, and pray for me also that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. How many of us know enough of the word to know I quoted it verbatim? All right. Now, Now watch this. Pray for me also that utterance would be given to me. That word is the word logos. Well, wait a minute. Oh, you're the one that preaches Christ in you. Yeah, but if you, if you, the church, would pray for me that when I need utterance, utterance, the, the divine, the divine indweller will rise up and I'll open my mouth boldly, courageous, because I'm living in a threatening world. Paul, Paul, nobody went through what Paul went through. When when some people just started, you know, acting as if they're all that, Paul said, you know what? I'm going to get in the flesh and, and I'm going to write you about my qualifications. And, and then he, he went on and just went down the line. 
And I'm sure a lot of people, you know, quit the ministry. Nobody shipwrecked that many times. Nobody got beaten with rods three times. Nobody was lashed that many times. No one was snake bit that much. Nobody was wrestling with, with beasts. Nobody went through all of that. And so he said, but when I come to you, I'm going to find out who those blowhards are. And I'm going to test them to see whether they really have the power of God or they're just talkers. Nothing has changed. Today, artificial intelligence does not belong in the church. The mind of Christ belongs in the church. Faith doesn't belong in the church. Theory doesn't belong in the church. Opinion doesn't belong in the church. Division doesn't belong in the church. Confusion doesn't belong in the church. You're going to keep jumping up like that? That utterance may be given to me to, to make known the the um, so I'm not I'm not gonna read till till I till I quote some things. You ready? You could take notes in your spirit, can't you? And so it it said by faith Abraham when he was told to to journey to or to cross over. That's what that word means to Hebrew. To Abraham, he became the Hebrew because he crossed over. He came from, and that was an analogy or an allegory, and he became the father or a faith in the sense that a covenant was made between God and Abraham. But he said he lived and traveled in the land of promise, which God would give him afterwards for an inheritance, living in tabernacles or tents with with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. 11th chapter of Hebrews, watch this. Who are heirs with him of the same what? Not promises. So you have three generations. So Isaac's promise was really Abraham's promise amplified. So you have proof that God... (laughs) Are you listening? And then Jacob. So this, this, so this is very important because they were became heirs with him of the same promise. But so with Abraham, James clarifies. That Abraham didn't just believe God and stay where he's at. <laughs> Abraham obeyed God. Hit someone say works. It's works of faith, right? So, so it's not in the talk only. It's in the walk. Right? But it's, not, it's, it's, it's a supernatural walk because you have the word on it. It's the way. So then, the, and he, um, he received that. And same thing happened with, the, the, uh, we mentioned the, the three antediluvian um, 
patriarchs, if you will. Enoch first, who was, who was uh, caught up. And first Abel, who, who became a type of Christ because he being dead, his blood still spoke as a witness. How many understand? And the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. So you go from Genesis all the way to Hebrews, the end of the, end of the book, and you're in church in, Zion, in Mount Zion, and you've come to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. So it shows the correlation and the connection of the two. Are you learning anything? Okay. And the second one was Enoch, which was a wonderful prototype of someone who's like, okay, 365 years of walking with God and God took him because he had this testimony that he pleased God. Because without faith, and who gives us the faith? And, and so he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder. You have to, we have to know who he is, and we approach him as who he is. So the, the thing I wanted to mention to you, I, I, I must read it to you, um, two, two things. Would you, would you let me? Yes. No, I'm not going to do that. You, you sound like... Would you let... Okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Ready? Synchronize it. Go. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with that. Uh, it says by faith. I'm, I'm going to stay with the third um, antediluvian guy because he's a type of also all of us. That's Noah. You ready for that? Yes. And it's verse uh, 7. By faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet regarding the flood moved with fear or reverence prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness which is by faith okay so Noah is almost a thousand years in this moment of, of the flood before Abraham is called. How many think that's powerful? Yes. So, so about a thousand years before Abraham is called. Because after the flood there had, to, there had to have a new world. Right? But he being moved... With fear and re or reverence by faith, prepared or embarked upon building an ark. I won't get into the ark. You could uh, look at the ark in battles of the Elohim with specificity and all that. And, but he put some effort into building what would preserve the will of God on earth. Does that make sense? Yes. So 
he actually prepared an ark or he prepared a house. He prepared a sanctuary. He prepared a, a salvation vessel. Okay? And, and when, the, when the deluge came, it's very powerful. He, be, he became what? The heir of the righteousness which is of faith. So that was in the earth through the Noahic relationship with God for a thousand years before God initiated what would link Abraham with Abraham's seed. Are you listening to me? So, so he built an ark. How many think this works? Yes. Come on. Yes. So he was warned of God. He did something about it. So the Lord will do nothing, but he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. So right now when the world's trying to tell you, be idle, don't build anything, be quiet, hang in there, hold on. There's evil times there, you know, this and that. You know, if I hear, if I hear Armageddon one more time, I'm going to blow it up. Are you, I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm tired of fear ruling the body of Christ there is a generation that God has prepared to be more than conquerors now please understand me I'm, tr- I'm trying to teach but I'm also in the prophetic mental so no I do believe in the prophecies and do believe in the signs of the times and do believe that the world is crazy <laughs> I, I do believe you, you understand what I'm talking about but we're not servants of bondage we're builders of tabernacles we're builders of arcs we're heirs of the righteousness which is a faith Glory be to God. So, so, so I want you to know. I want you to know that for 2,000 years, the majority thought there's no time for them to perform what God called them to do because of the signs of the times they were seeing. The majority in the church world for 2,000 years saw things that manifested as if they're too big for them to be able to build anything that will last. But in the middle of it all, God had an elite generation that knew that he's bigger than the challenge and bigger than the wars and bigger than the enemy and bigger than the threats. So glory to God. So you remember what I said when I was when when I received that anointing to stand in the mantle of the prophet and the gifts of revelation out of all the men of God that are all you know I honor all of them because the ones I honor you know that just wonderful people you go down the line they're generals but I noticed the Lord showed me something those that operated in a tangible presence That's what you're sitting under right now. It's a tangible presence. Those of us that operated in a tangible presence, do you see what I mean? Had their physicality profit from the indwelling. Because they, because 
because they had a gift we all have the ability to tap into those those streams because they're in us through the indwelling the streams are uh, to teach by doctrine to teach by knowledge does that make sense even ourselves but also to teach by revelation and teach by prophecy and those that and teach ourselves so when we receive there are some things that our uh, deductive reasoning lines up with they're principles of the word of God but if we only live in the dimension of principles there are areas of our ground that is not infiltrated or flooded with the, with, with the refreshing of God and I noticed that certain ones that declared it with a tangible anointing experience in their body the life the strength the uprightness and the pace that they had when they were in their 20s or in their 30s I found out why in the Bible we have people that will live 175 years and 147 years and you know I'm talking about after the flood so going back to Noah a year and 17 days and they land and he becomes um, he offers the offering to the Lord and the Lord receives his offering and he smells it like a sweet smelling savor but now watch this he's in a new world so he was in the previous world but he built what is necessary to take the people of God the remnant over into the new world the new the new world hallelujah hallelujah and so so he um, he lived hundreds of years after the flood he lived hundreds of years before the flood and he got warned and he went and built the ark the way that it's majestic and wonderful and then was moved with fear or reverence and by faith he would he he saved saving his house does anybody here believe Christ Jesus is saving his house how many of you here believe that apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher that serve God will help with Christ Jesus' ability to saving his house? How many believe his house is not going down under a flood of opposition but up over every bit of tribulation that might come your way? You are more than a conqueror because you're in the shelter of the Almighty. Florida I thank you for 
Alabama. I thank you for Mississippi. I thank you for Louisiana. I thank you for Georgia. I thank you for the Carolinas. I thank you for the tri-states. I thank you for New England. I thank you for Texas. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for every state in the union and every territory of interest. You said you're going to get a hold of the moral fabric of the hearts of men and women called by you and lift it up to allow us to become the spiritual breadbasket of the world, sending more of the word of God, televising more of the truth, declaring more of the in, uh, of the mind of Christ and the will of heaven than we've ever done before. And today I take authority over the demonic powers that are working through the greedy and the controlling and the manipulating forces in this world. You will not defeat the church for the head of the church is Christ Jesus who was given to us head over all things to his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. And I bless you in your nation. I bless you, pastor. I bless you, apostle. I bless you, prophets and sons and daughters of this ministry. I bless you, partners, members, students, and friends. I bless you who are joining the Miracle Ministries International at the Day of Ordination. I bless you, FCD founders, and declare that the circumstances of irritation, opposition, or concern in your life are temporary and today's power in the word of God is serving notice on the root of that thing that with acceleration you will marvel and we will all share in the celebration together behold how quickly the fruitless is withered glory to God there will be no fruitlessness no idleness in your life this this evil time is not an eon made by God for you. You have been given a day that the Lord has made a year of jubilation and liberation. This is the way you will walk through the fire, but you will not be burned. You will go through the waters, but they will not overpower you. My God, only with your eyes will you see the reward of the wicked. If you believe that, give God a shout of praise. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.